Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, where we feature the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Singapore has one of the fastest ageing societies in the world, with increased life expectancy, consumer expectations and the presence of third-party players such as the government and insurers, there is growing pressure on healthcare budgets in Singapore and the Asian region. The need for health economics is critical in a period where many countries in this region are gearing up to dramatically increase their expenditure on healthcare and to explore universal health coverage. Moreover, as many societies are concurrently ageing, they face a myriad of issues which are central to the research interests of health economists. In this podcast, Dr. Rima Vaityanathan, who is a visiting professor at SMU's School of Economics and a senior research fellow at the Sim Kee-Boon Institute for Financial Economics, shares her insights on the relevance and impact of research in health economics. Professor Rima, tell us what is health economics and the broad areas that it covers. Most of health economics is dealing with the relationship between people's health status and uh, and the economy. So there's two broad areas, at least in countries like Singapore, in our region, that people are concerned with. One of the issues is to what extent health is an input into the economy, into economic growth. If people have high levels of disability, if people can't work right to the end of their productive years, then we can't get the most out of our labour market. Our economy won't grow if we find that lots of people because of diabetes and other kinds of diseases that are now becoming more and more prevalent in our country, we find that people have to leave the workforce early and therefore our economy can slow down because of untreated healthcare problems. So that's one part of health economics, the role of health in the economic growth. The other part is how we produce and distribute healthcare services to our population. So that's particularly about how countries manage to ensure that the amount of money that they spend on healthcare hospitals, on pharmaceuticals, on clinicians, on laboratory testings, that maximizes the health value for their population because we know that every day there's a new drug being invented somewhere in the world and nowadays we're talking about multi-million dollar drugs that are being invented for treatments like cancer and so on. These are huge challenges for our economy because half the time you don't know where the money is going to come to pay for some of these amazing inventions. So how an economy responds to these huge, expensive, innovative treatments that are going to come down the line. How robust is our healthcare system? How well we are able to deliver healthcare services to the people who really need it? Those are the second half of health economics. Give us an idea about how the study and research of health economics is relevant to Singapore. For Singapore, we know from the national conversation that has been happening in the last few years that for Singaporeans, healthcare and health system is a really, really important thing. 
So we know that it's a number one priority for the citizens and it's also a number one priority for government. When we think about what we want to do with the healthcare system in Singapore, you can't just do everything for everyone. We know that that's the essential problem of healthcare is that we can't treat everyone who needs it. We can't give everyone medicine, everything they need. So what we have to do is decide on priorities. We have to decide what as a community how we're going to go forward so that people, are, our older generation, are looked after, so that people, when they really need it, are looked after. And the question for Singapore at the moment is we're sort of at a turning point where as a community everyone's agreed that this is a really big priority. The next step is to agree on how we're going to tackle this priority in a way that's sustainable both economically and is sustainable for the people for whom the healthcare system has to serve. So for Singapore, the problem of maximizing health value for the population with a fixed budget is really, really important. That is the heart of health economics. You've worked on health economics in Australia and New Zealand. What are the lessons and experiences from these two countries that could be useful to Singapore? Yes, so if we look at what I think I gained from reading about the national conversation and what I've learned uh, from many of these other systems is that sometimes policymakers and in fact researchers can concentrate too much on the people who are getting health care but not the people who are getting peace of mind as a result of the health system. So 90% of Singaporeans in any one year might not need health care, but those 90% of people still get peace of mind knowing that they have a really good health care system. So what I think Singapore needs to learn from some of these other systems is that a lot of those systems provide certainty, they provide evidence for their whole population about what will happen if they fall ill. And I think in Singapore too, we could learn about how we offer citizens who might never fall ill on a year-to-year basis, how can we improve their peace of mind? Because I think what we're learning from the national conversation is that those people are scared that they will fall ill because they don't quite know what will happen if they fall ill. And I think maybe policymakers need to explain better to people what will happen if they fall ill. And some of these other systems are much better at giving that sense of certainty. How can businesses benefit from the study and research of health economics? Yeah, so I mean, a lot of investors right now are very hot on the healthcare sector in the Asian region. Because to be frank, most Asian countries are spending much less on health care than they will do in the long run. So China is a great example, Singapore is another one, all spending single digits. And we're expecting them in the next decade or so to have huge growth in the amount of money they're spending in healthcare sector. Now these countries are gonna want value for money, but they're also going to want to spend on healthcare for their citizens. So I think 
if I were a private sector player in the market, I'd be really looking to regions like Singapore as a stepping stone to entering some of those very, very hot markets because that's what they'll be looking for. These countries will be looking for really innovative ways in which they can diffuse good healthcare, good clinical practice, good emerging technology, good healthcare whole health systems, good insurance systems for their population. So I think there's a lot to be said for being alert to market opportunities in this region. And I think if you do health economics, health systems research, you've got a responsibility to work with these companies to help them see how they can position themselves in these markets. Another area of your research is health services. Can you share with us what this encompasses? Health services research is a sort of a very specific part of health economics, which looks at how we can redesign health services, such as hospital services, community level services, so as to improve the quality of outcomes to patients and decrease the cost of healthcare for a given quality level. So the idea of health services research is redesigning the delivery of healthcare. You're a founding member of the Singapore Health Economics Association, which was established by SMU and the National University of Singapore in 2013. What are the objectives of the association, its current activities and its future plans? Sure, this is one of the most exciting things that we've done really, is we pulled together a bunch of health economists at SMU and NUS to form a Singapore Health Economics Association. And we had our inaugural conference uh, in April 17th, I think it was. And we expected, you know, 40, 50 people, but 300 people enrolled. And it was fabulous. I think it really showed the hunger for health economics in the region and in Singapore. And one of the objectives of Singapore Health Economics Association is to build that hunger and to meet it with some fantastic health economists that I think we're starting to see graduating, for example, out of SMU postgraduate economics program. I know SMU wants to build a lot of capacity in this area, start executive education and so on. So I think we're trying to meet the demand. We're also building more demand because we're reaching out to our policy agencies like MOA, Agency for Integrated Care, the uh, health clusters, and sort of arguing the case for health economics and health economists in those roles. The private sector too, if Singapore wants to be a leading centre for biotechnology, one of the areas where these biotech firms meet health economics is when they go to regulators and try to prove the worth of their product. So we have fantastic scientists, but we also need those health economists who can build the business case around that science. Thank you, Professor.